to Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. All right, ladies, today we are hopping into how to track alcohol with my trusty sidekick, the world's best baby. <laughs> Thought, you know, what is more appropriate than bringing my baby on for the podcast about alcohol? But in all seriousness, um, we do joke around that Judah is the world's best baby because he is super chill, like super happy all the time. But, you know, obviously he's a baby. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, he's waking up still several times a night and all those things. But he's he's just a little love. He's so joyful. So he is rolling around right now. You're going to hear him probably maybe yelling, maybe whacking things. He His specialty is growling like a T-Rex. So literally... Like my first two never, they, you know, when they talked, it was cute, like baby talk up until they really actually had words. And I think it's because the older two like growled at him so much, like and do their whole like pretend to be T-Rex things or whatever, because this baby just growls and we'll be at mass. We're at mass on Easter Sunday and he's growling like a bear and everyone is just cracking up. But like, what are you going to do? Eventually I did take him out because it was too loud, but I'm like, no one minds little cute little baby babbles, but you are legitimately growling. So anyway, this might have some special effects and that's fine. That's how it rolls, right? So this question came from a listener and it's such a good question because I think a lot of people just kind of dodge over it. I think a lot of times if you are trying to be really intentional with what you're eating, whether you're actually tracking, you're actually logging your macros. And if you're newer here, you might not know exactly what I promote or the route that I go, but I take, whether it's one-on-one client or in a group challenge, like the one going on right now, we start out with logging what you are eating and drinking into my fitness pal so that you can see exactly what that takes up for you, carbs, fat, protein-wise, and we work on finding the best balance of that for your body. Because you might be just worried about calories and you're like, eating way high carbs and not enough protein. And that's why you're not seeing changes in your body composition. You might lose weight, but you're not seeing those composition changes because every macronutrient does something different for your body and in your body. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about tracking or logging it. We're going to talk about that today, kind of how to track your alcohol. And even if you've stepped away from that and you are more eating intuitively now, which just means you've done the logging thing enough to know what your day naturally shakes out to. This is more where a lot of my women fall is like, okay, they tracked for a couple months or maybe a year and now they just kind of know what their body needs and know that if they eat eggs for breakfast and have like chicken or beef or something like that for lunch and dinner, they're going to be pretty good on protein and the rest can be supplemented carbs and fat wise throughout their day and, and getting the micronutrients in by getting the greens in, that kind of thing. But then not accounting alcohol. And it is technically its own macronutrient, but it doesn't have any real nutritional value to it. Like all of us would be just fine if we cut it out forever, right? And that's fine for those who want to. And obviously those of you, if you are listening to this and you're pregnant, maybe you're just trying to learn this for another time. But you know, obviously it would be fine. It's just like processed food. And people say like, you could literally, you should cut out all highly processed food. Would it be best for your body to never have highly processed food? Yeah, it would. Would it be best for your body to never have alcohol? Yeah, it would. However, if you're over here with me, with which a lot of you, if you're, you've been around forever and listen to this podcast, you're on my, you know, of my same mind of balance to everything, enjoying what life has to offer, but not using that as an excuse to like, I'm going to, you know, eat what I want every single day and I just want to indulge myself all the time. That's not it, but I think 
having a glass of wine with friends, having my husband and I have a drink together every sat most Saturday nights. And, you know, there's a way that you can do it that's still, in my opinion, the healthiest way to do it. There's the growling. I told you. Um, so what you need to do if you are actually tracking or, again, eating intuitively but want to be aware of how to make this fit your day, like want to know what you need to save or skimp on or whatever to make this the best situation when you are having alcohol, don't just use the label because... Hang on, let me grab him. Come here, come here. Come here. I just told him you were the world's best baby. I told him you were. So you cannot just use the label because it's not going to actually, like there's unaccounted for calories. I don't know exactly why this is and I don't personally understand this side of it myself. Like if, for example, you grab, oh no, I'm gonna try to do math on here so it's not gonna be so good. If you pick up a beer... I have to keep this rounded out numbers. Sorry, he's throwing things. Um, you got to keep this rounded out number. I have to keep this rounded out numbers to make it work for me. But this is exactly um, the example that I was giving to the client that asked about this. If your beer is, it does have a label and it says it's 160 calories, but then it says it's 12 grams of carbs. Okay, then where are all those other unaccounted for calories? If you just log it as that, like, okay, it was 160 calories and it was 12 carbs. It's got to take from somewhere else because a carb is four calories per gram. So if it's saying like there's 12 grams of carbs times four to make come up with calories, that would be 48 calories total. So if you're only saving 48 calories for that, that's not going to be accurate. So I do not advise using the label in my opinion and the way I understand that is that it has like 12 grams of additional carbs because it has you know, 160 calories total of being its own alcohol macronutrient. And that might be slightly off. It might be including that 48, but then the other 112, if my math is right there, are just counted as the mac as the alcohol macro. But what I do, I, I just ignore the label pretty much. And most, a lot of things that you're drinking also don't have labels if you're doing your own thing. What I personally do most of the time is use like a, sparkling water or seltzer water and then I put my own like I'll do this for margaritas I'll put my own tequila in and then sometimes triple sec as well and then I'll use like a sparkling lime water or sparkling lemonade water and so there I'm just trying to track the um tequila shot or whatever that I put in it the actual alcohol itself so that's where I will just look up on my fitness pail or google like all right, how many calories are in whatever an ounce of tequila or whatever like shot is? I don't know. And I will see how many calories and then I will track that as a carb. And then it gets a little easier, I think, or simpler if it is something that has a label because you can see it. You don't have to add that step of figuring out how many calories it is. But once you figure out how many calories whatever you're drinking or going to drink is, then you basically divide that by four to figure out how many carbs it would account for. Now you you can track it as fat too. This is totally personal preference. I personally advise tracking it as a carb because usually that's our highest macronutrient. It should be your highest macronutrient the way that I set women up. And carbs give you energy, right? But you can also do with skimping on carbs a little bit if you need, if you're going to use it for an indulgence. This is what I do for if it is dessert 
or if it's um, typically desserts tend to be carb heavy anyways. But if you're going for a little indulgence that day, I think that carbs is the easiest to take it away from. Fat, you could, uh, but fat already tends to be one of our lower macronutrients. The way I set it up, again, it's typically women's lowest macronutrients. So I don't really want to take something that could have a lot of nutritional value. Like if you're using, you know, getting nut butter or something in your day and that's going to help satiate you and that's going to be good for brain health and hair, skin and nails and stuff. I don't really like people to go too low fat in the name of having a cocktail. Whereas if you skip a banana that day or skip an apple or something, I don't think that's as big of a deal nutritionally to um, accommodate a drink. So that's, so And that's the difference because carbs are four calories per gram, but fat, oh, he saw my straw for my coffee. He loves straws. (laughs) Fat is nine, takes up nine calories per gram. So you could, again, if you choose to do it the fat way, you would just divide it by nine. If you pick a drink that's, say, 220 calories, divide it by nine can't do that math. It's that's not that wasn't a clean division. We'll go with 270 calories. Say your drink was 270 calories and you divide that by nine. So you need to save 30 grams of fat just for that drink, which really makes you think twice about, again, indulging how, how often you want to indulge. And if you really want the drink or if it's not super worth it to you, that's kind of this is a little deviation from me teaching actually how to log it or track it. But this is something that I've just become more aware of where before it was like, oh, yeah, like turn 21 and like I'll drink when I want to at a family party at this function, a social function, like not, you know, to excess or anything like that. But like, yeah, of course, I'll have a beer or wine with dinner because I can and I enjoy it and whatever else. And that's fine. But I think you need to be aware of what we're talking about today, like that it does have an effect on your body, on your nutritional intake for the day like it's going to affect other areas if you're using 30 grams of fat then that's like oh man I that's like more than just a serving of peanut butter that you're going to be missing for the day because you wanted to do that which again some days is fine but it's good to be aware of when it's actually worth it that's how all of this works is like you get to decide when it's worth it so for me personally what I've kind of backed off of is I really typically don't have a drink at family parties because I can't quote unquote like enjoy it. I'm like bustling around with the kids and like half the time I'll get a beer out and think like, yeah, I'll drink a beer by the pool. And then it's actually like chasing one kid out of the pool who went over the swing set. And then like my beer is lukewarm and I've taken two sips of it. My husband actually always teases me about this because I'll joke about, not even joke about it. Like I, I intend to have a drink later and I'll be like, oh yeah, like I'm going to have a drink at, you know, so-and-so's house or whatever. He's like, okay, so you'll nurse the same beer for four hours because you'll forget about it. You'll lose it. This is absolutely what I do. So I like kind of realize it's not usually worth it. Like, yes, I might go to social gathering and have a drink occasionally, but typically I'm just going to drink water. And then if I want to have a drink, I'll come home, put the kids to bed, like put my feet up and have a drink. Like it's more of an experience to me. It's like drinking that first cup of coffee in the morning by yourself like that oh okay sit days done unwind have a drink not in the you know I hope you ladies know that not in the like okay I want to be by myself point it's like when my husband's there and whatnot like it's still a social thing but I just realized it's not really worth it fun or enjoyable to me to be sipping a lukewarm beer for three hours just in the name of being able to do it when it also is going to make me have to zap 40 grams of carbs or something like that so 
be aware of what you're using here. Actually, I pulled up, I screenshot it. There was a really helpful uh, table that I found just to refer to. I've never made anything like this, but I think that would be cool if I do make something similar for clients in the future that I can include in these courses and whatnot. But it was on macrostacks.com and it, it's a, it says a quick guide to counting alcohol macros. And it shows you just a couple different things, which it's going to be a little bit different from variety to variety, but it says like light beer, 12 ounces, calories are 104. And then it shows you how you would track that. If you're tracking it as a carb, you would use 26 carbs. If you're tracking it as fat, you'd use 12 grams of fat. And it has quite a few things on here. It's light beer, beer, cider, white wine, red wine, champagne, vodka, tequila. Oh, here we go. Whiskey, scotch, rum, gin, and bourbon. So for example, my one ounce of tequila is 69 calories. And to track that as carbs, it would be 17 grams of carbs. So this is a really great reference. All I did was go to macrostacks.com. I found it and I screenshot it. So it's on my phone. So I can, you know, obviously refer back to it to know what um, you know things consist of. And then the cool thing is, if you're logging it, and usually I advise logging in my fitness pail, there are other things you can use, the Lose It app and whatnot, but I just have found my fitness pail has the most verified things. Tech, usually, what you can do is create a food, which sounds silly because we're talking about alcohol, but you could, like say my go-to drink of the shot of tequila, the sparkling lime water, and then let's just say like half a shot of triple sec. Triple sec was not on this list though. I could just input all of that, like just put create a food, and then I don't even have to individually put all that stuff up because I already know the tequila shot. Take triple sec out of it because I don't know what triple sec is. <laughs> At this time, I've not calculated the macros for that. So say that I know that my tequila shot is 17 grams of carbs. So now I can just go in, do create food, put like Britney's margarita, and save it so that every time I drink it, I can just go in and it's already saved in there under my saved foods. So... That's a really simple way to do it. If you typically, many of us, like we have our go-to drink or it's you typically cider, it's typically this kind of beer or whatever. Once you do this once, it is in there. So again, what I would advise is taking it from carbs, whatever the total calories is that you've either looked at the label and figured out or you have Googled to, or you're going to use this cheat sheet from macrostacks.com to divide it by four to save it as carbs and then you're going to just not use those carbs for the day. It's not going to, you know, if you do then create it as food and you input it, then you can actually see it because you're the one assigning the carbs to that. So if I did that, you know, I put Brittany's margarita and I assigned 17 carbs to it. Then when I go to log it, it's going to come up 17 carbs. If you don't do this and you just look on my fitness panel and put one shot tequila, perfect. They have tequila in here. It's going to come up 69 calories or whatever it just said it was, but it's going to come up zero, zero, zero for carbs, fat, and protein because it's technically not any of those. It's technically its own macronutrient. So that's a really important piece of this here where a lot of women will just like log their glass of wine and it just comes up zero, 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 but they're like, great, I accounted for those calories. But you really didn't if you're still using all of your carb, fat, and protein for the day. So I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, you can always let me know, ask for some clarifying questions at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. And what I would take and do with this information is exactly what I'm telling you. Just be aware of how the rest of your day is going to look. If you plan on having a drink, remember to use alcohol sparingly because it's not going to do the same things for you like the other macronutrients are. 
good healthy fats like olive oil is not going to be the same as drinking an Ellicottville blueberry. But am I going to sometimes drink an Ellicottville Ellicottville blueberry? Yes, I am because I love it in the summer. I think it's so refreshing. And again, I think some of these things are there to be enjoyed just in moderation. So I hope that helps. And I look forward to our next time together. I would really appreciate if you would take a second to rate and review the podcast if there was anything that you found value in or share it with a friend. I know. I'm trying to wrap it up. You want to talk to them. All right, ladies. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you next time. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.